Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. 42% of millennial males say they plan to purchase Bitcoin in the next five years. We're barely in the first inning right now. Finally, we are live. Flipping technology just let me down again. Welcome, everyone, to the Bitcoin for Beginner show. It is great to be with you as always. And as always, have a strong Bitcoin hand, people. That is the name. Strong Bitcoin hand. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. Today is the 2nd of September 2019. It is great to be with you all. Um, I'm trying out a slight variation on my technology. So um, I'm looking at my camera now, but over to that side of the camera, I've got my YouTube chat. On that side of the camera, I've got the chat with my live streaming software. um, And I'm just going to keep an eye on it as we go through the session. And if anybody... um, puts a question up. Can you please ensure you copy and paste Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, then answer your question? Because I want to see if it highlights on this second window. And I also want to see whether I can drag anything relevant into my chat window so other people can see the question that someone's asking. This is not a Q&A video in any way, but if anybody does Uh, pop something up. We'll certainly give that a go. Um, So welcome to the channel. As always, do like the video, share it, subscribe, bash the bell button, all the normal stuff. Follow me on Twitter, um, bitbacker.io, steam it at UK Bitcoin Master, normal uh, paraphernalia. So do do all of that. Like I've said, it is fantastic to have you all with me. I'm just going to put some of the preliminaries up. Firstly, the disclaimer. You know, I'm just Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. I'm not a master at anything, really. Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, But I like the, the, the sound of that name. I've given it to myself, but... I'm not giving financial advice. So don't take it as financial advice. Do your own research. Go down the rabbit hole. Only buy crypto if you decide it feels right for you after your own research. 
and only what uh, buy, obviously, what you can afford to lose. I would encourage you all to head over to ukbitcoinmaster.com, where you will find all the videos I've done to date. I think I've been um, putting videos up on YouTube for about 18 months now. I think the first six months were uploads. And then I was encouraged by my good friend, Bitcoin to the Moon, down in Australia. In fact, constantly encouraging me, hey, you should go live. You'd be good live. I think I'm absolutely rubbish live. I think I don't have much to offer people, but people keep saying to me, keep going because we enjoy it. So if you enjoy the content, let me know that it helps me to keep that strong uh, going live hand. And also, you know, bash the, the like button and, and show that. That would be fantastic. Also, check out BitcoinInterviews.com. All the interviews I've ever done today, there's not millions of them in there yet, but I'm going to keep doing them with a bit of luck every second week or fortnight, as we call it in the UK. Um, and now keep being um, popped into the playlist at bitcoininterviews.com. So do check those out. Um, just spotted Top Roller in the chat. Top Roller, welcome to the show. I uh, noticed the avatar, the hat and the mustache. It just jumped out me. So Top Roller, great to have you with us. Zach Bandera's in, uh, Buffy W, who else have we got? Rocky Palumbo's in, uh, Guy Bennett, great to have you with us. Um, great to have all of you with us. Um, so do check out uh, UKBitcoinMaster.com and BitcoinInterviews.com. And finally, if you do want to drop a tip, well, there's a lightning address there. Um, I'm not I don't do this show for financial gain. I'm not trying to build the show for any type of financial gain. I'm just putting my perspective out there to maybe inspire noobs to come into um, Bitcoin, to get some Bitcoin, um, to maybe help some of those people that have just got involved, that haven't yet got that strong Bitcoin hand to build that Bitcoin strong hand with the information that I impart on my shows. So uh, don't need to leave me any type of tips. But if you want to, hey, there's the tipping.me address there. So let's get into the show in earnest. Um, let me just see if my technology is not going to let me down. I'm hopefully going to pop up my desktop. Uh, quick look at the price, I guessed. Uh, there we are. Just a fraction under the five-digit realm again. Five-digit realm people, as Adam Meister always says. Um, flirting with 10K, dropped to nine, just a, above nine and has recovered. So, you know, again, I'll say it again and again and again. And I like Top Roller's tweets, you know, don't, don't worry what Bitcoin's doing. Just get on with your life and Bitcoin will do what it will do, but it will grow over time. So just a quick look at the price there. If we look at that, hold on, my technologist has just gone a bit weird. If we look at that in chart form, you'll still see that from where we were back here, um, where are we there? Uh, December, uh, January 19, th three, three and a half. You know, 10K is still pretty healthy. This isn't a, an asset class that is just going to moon, 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 moon. It's just not going to go parabolic, 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 because if it does, then the same thing will happen that happened here in 2017, December 2017, where it went parabolic, as you can see, all the way up, and then it just crashed, 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 crashed. So I don't want it to go parabolic. 
I want it to be a steady climb, which means we will have retracement. We will have growth. We will have pullbacks. Absolutely natural. And that's how it should be. Uh, saw this article, brace yourself. Bitcoin is coming for politics. It really is. You know, it tends to be in America uh, predominantly, but there are a lot of politicians now that are jumping on this bandwagon. All this um, text here is for you guys to read if you um, feel inclined and the notes will be added afterwards. But I've just highlighted this part now. It is beginning to influence the general political landscape as well. Andrew Yang, a popular tech entrepreneur and philanthropist, has become one of the dark horses in the race for the White House. And he's pro-Bitcoin and talking about blockchain for voting and everything else. Well, this is not a blockchain channel, people. This is a Bitcoin channel. That's the name of the game. But worth highlighting, you know, that... Politicians are starting to get a handle on this. Um, you know, when I got involved in Bitcoin in May 2017, it was really interesting. It was absolutely all out gunning for Bitcoin. Bitcoin's a scam. It's for drug runners. It's for gun runners. It's for criminals, etc. Silk Road, all that stuff. But now we've still got those things out there. But the general consensus is people are aware of Bitcoin. They are talking about it. They are debating it. And you know what? Ultimately, that can only ever be good for the space people. Just keep that in mind. Just touch on this flipping individual again. Peter Schiff saying Bitcoin has failed the safe haven test yet again. Basically, he's just going to do anything and he everything he can to rain on Bitcoin's parade, to say it's never going to work. He owns a little bit of Bitcoin. People have been sending him Bitcoin and, you know, he doesn't need it. He's a flipping multimillionaire, if not a billionaire. And yet they're sending him Bitcoin when they could be sending it to really needy causes, which is my plug at the end of the show. Forgive me, I'm not letting up on that. Um, you know what? But he keeps hammering Bitcoin. But as he hammers it, Bitcoin just bounces back. I think when I started my channel... 18 months ago, I think to date back then there were already 350 Bitcoin obituaries. And you know what? Here it is. It is back and it's still working. Ah, Zach, uh, test to see if it highlights. Yes, it has, Zach. Let me just find Zach's. Um, where's it just gone? Zach Bandera just lost him. Um, looking for checking. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to see. Hey, look, I don't know whether you guys can see that. I've just popped something into the chat from Zach Bandera. I'm just playing around, being a bit silly, really. But there you go. The text is the wrong colour. So that's clearly working. So, Zach, way to go, mate. Thanks very much for that. Um, so, you know... Bitcoin failed safe haven test again, shift the gold buck, um, hammering on Bitcoin. Now, if I pop this tweet up in response or rebuffing that or rebutting that, I think, in less than a month, backed opens for institutional investors. In less than two months, we have a potential Vanex, SolidX, Bitcoin ETF approval coming up. Well, we know that can get pushed back as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. In less than a year, we have a Bitcoin block reward halving. 
Are you still worrying about a 7% Bitcoin drop? Yeah. Uh, t uh, zoom out, people. You're going to get these drops. And as Bitcoin climbs in price, those drops are, are in fiat and in percentage terms could be huge. So you are going to need that strong Bitcoin hand, I can tell you. Um, local Bitcoins are now really pushing forward their KYC and AML, which is know your customer and anti-money laundering, uh, raising privacy concerns as well. I've put this article up because I started with local Bitcoins. I bought my Bitcoin from local Bitcoins. Now, I didn't do it over the counter or, you know, meeting someone. I did do it. I, I, I went through, you know, what seemed to be a very good, reputable trader, but I bought it on local Bitcoins. But I think I bought it before they kicked the AML and um, KYC ruling off. But I would still imagine that even I have got you know, my details out there somewhere. I think what I'm just highlighting here is, you know, they're all going down the KYC route. You know, the government's clamped down on these types of organisations and they basically say, if you don't go KYC and AML, then we'll, cease, we'll stop you trading. So they got to conform. But what we've got to hope for is as time goes on, there are more and more decentralized exchanges um, to be able to buy Bitcoin. You know, some people say if you can, it's still worth meeting someone and exchanging money for Bitcoin, which is great. But, you know, isn't it dodgy as well? The more the price goes up, the more you don't know who the heck you're meeting. And there's all that to to think about. Um, but here we are, just another article that, you know, local Bitcoins are jumping on the KYC uh, AML bandwagon. Uh, Bitcoin price uptrend still solid despite the fall below 10K. Um, I think, did I highlight anything here to read or was it just really highlighting? Well, yeah, we had a massive drop, um, as Rocky says, an incredible buying opportunity. And yeah, when it crashes like this, that is the time to... Um, dollar cost average or DCA in most definitely, you know, but of course the weak hands start to see a red candle like this and go into blind panic again. Don't do that. Don't look at charts. Don't follow candles is my argument. Go back here and look, zoom out and see that whilst it dropped a bit, you know, it's still holding down here at the 10K mark and it will go off again. So stop all the panicking, people. Is That's, that's what I'm um, trying to uh, plug on this show don't panic, just buy hold. My three philosophies, buy some Bitcoin, get it onto a trezor, get on with life and wait. Nothing more simpler than that, as opposed to being a trader and in and out of fiat currency and the um, in the UK, the inland revenue coming after you, inland revenue services in America, IRS coming after you because you're trading Oh, my God. Not for me. Thank you. Bye. Get onto a hardware device. Trezor, preferably, is my opinion. And then do nothing. Just get on with your life. Whew. Billionaire investor eyes one billion crypto 
hedge fund. Another bit of positive news for the space people. Just talking about a billionaire who's now look, the billionaire um, head of Brevin Howard Hedge Fund. Alan Howard is launching a crypto portfolio platform that aims to make stable investments in a notoriously volatile market. Well, you know, we don't want stable coins. If you're looking for, um, if you want to invest to, to make a profit, if you're in this to improve your family's fortunes going forward, or a you know pension fund as, as I am, you know I'm in it for more than that. I'm in it because I know Bitcoin's changing the world and is gonna change the world. But all these hedge funds that appear and all these billionaires that are pro crypto. Can that be bad for the space or good for the space? And I would say, yeah, it's definitely messed up trading for sure, Top Lola. Um, <clears throat> I would say that it can only be good for the space. And that is why I find these articles. If you're new to this channel, if you're watching this in the future, firstly, I believe down here is the big subscribe button. So do subscribe. Yeah, Zach, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin and always will, no matter what happens to the price. And when people say to me, I lost money, I say, no, you only lost money on paper. If you don't sell your Bitcoin, you haven't lost money. It's just took a dip. Buy some more and it will climb again. You know, one Bitcoin will always equal uh, one Bitcoin. Um, I lost my train of thought there. So this is just good news when you find articles like this. But what I was going to say, um, you know, I've got articles here from all the online uh, magazines from CCN, which is you know not so good, really. Um, you know, there's Bitcoin magazine. You've got to take them all with a pinch of salt as because a lot of them, you know, they just sell the news. But, you know, there's a lot of information out there that's talking positively, excuse me, about the crypto industry. And I think that's the point I tried to make uh, with my shows. Here's an interesting one. I read something or I heard somebody say something the other day, a couple of weeks ago. What the hell happens when all the Bitcoin is mined? What's going to happen to the miners? Well, I believe that Bitcoin and crypto is going to spawn thousands of industries around crypto and privacy and and um, all sorts, you know, so I don't think there's, you know, anything's going to go away. And I think the miners will always be incentivized to keep the network strong because of the industry that's built around it and the fact that the scarcity aspect. But have a look at this. Bitcoin miners made 14 billion today securing the Bitcoin network. Um, this is colossal. I, uh, where the report notes that as of the, hang on, let me just highlight this for a, for a moment. The port no, report notes that as of the Bitcoin network's inception, it took eight years for miners' total revenue to break past the five billion mark. The next five billion were exponentially faster, taking only a further eight months for revenue to break ten billion. If current mining profitability remains on track, the 20 billion revenue mark will be broken sometime early in 2020. So at this stage of the game, is there any worry for miners? You know, I don't know anything about charts, technical analysis, uh, all the technology behind Bitcoin. I just see stuff like this and think, you know, those miners are going to keep on securing the network. I don't see any problems with any of that. Um Again, five popular casinos that also accept Bitcoin. 
this is positive stuff yet again. I'll, I'll quickly go through them. Cloud bet. I don't know. Probably in America. Fortune, Fortune Jack, Bit Casino, uh, Bit Stars, and uh, M Bit. You know, all accepting Bitcoin. Um, in their casino. So again, does that sound like something that's negative? No, I think it's a positive for the overall uh, crypto industry. Uh, and lastly, on the articles I found, just something worth sharing with you all, because you want to be careful what you do. You know, we've already featured about with Rocky Palumbo on how Pastor Phil lost 14.2 Bitcoin through something so minute that most people would miss it just like Phil did. And yet Phil was the unlucky one. Four out of five Bitcoin QR code generators are complete scams. These are the code generators that show up at the top of Google when you type in, type in looking for a QR code generator. You know, a QR code is um, something that I put up earlier. If you don't know what it is with my tipping.me with all the little squares all over it that allows you to scan it with a phone and it gives you the code as opposed to typing in something like 34 letters and numbers and alpha numerals and whatever it is. So people tend to use QR code generators. This has certainly steered me right away from using them because I don't want any scammers taking any of my Bitcoin or any of the like. So if you're a person that uses, generates QR codes, I'd stop doing it because you just don't know how the hackers are infiltrating all of this. Um, so if we start looking at some of these tweets, love this guy or hate him. John McAfee. Bitcoin, he makes a valid point. Bitcoin under nine and a half thousand. If you're panicking, you're a fool. Do you know something? I don't agree with him on much, but I definitely agree with him on this. If you are panicking because Bitcoin dipped below 10,000, you're a fool because it's going to many, many X that as the next few years and decades roll on. Uh, I've mentioned this guy, Rhythm Trader, before. Forget that. But this is great. One year before the first halvening, one Bitcoin was $2.55. One year after the first halvening, one Bitcoin was $1,037. One year before the second halvening in 2016, one Bitcoin, two six eight. One year after the halvening, one Bitcoin, two five. One year before the third halvening, Bitcoin 7,100. What is it going to be one year after the 2020 halving? That just sends the hairs up on the back of my neck. It really does. Prediction. Government coins will never be able to compete against Bitcoin. They won't even be able to compete with developers in their garage. Just as now a single developer can build an entire iPhone app website better than any government run or built website. So powerful. You know, the devs that we've got out there working on, you know, developing, you know, protocols on top of Bitcoin like Lightning and, you know, snore signatures and all these things that are being built behind the scenes that most people are not even aware of is just incredible. Do we want to be worrying about what governments are doing, you know, founding their own 
digital currencies? No, we don't. Just in the Bitcoin overlay, uh, Rocky, the absolute best crypto ranking page. Rocky Palumbo has just put um, a, I don't think I have to accept it. I don't know whether everyone can see it, but there's a, an HTTP address there that talks about the best crypto ranking page. So Rocky, thanks for that. Brilliant. Um, where were we? The four Satoshis, interestingly enough, posted. What if you only bought $100 worth of Bitcoin a year, every year, on January the 1st, since 2011? You'd be $900 or pounds out of pocket, but would own $220,000 worth of Bitcoin right now. What if you bought $1,000 every year instead? You'd be $9,000 out of pocket, but own 2.2 million in BTC. That is very profound. So even now, I would encourage all of you to start, if you haven't already, if you're watching this in the future, dollar cost averaging, working out how much each payday, whether that's weekly, two weekly or fortnightly or monthly, you can afford to put into your Bitcoin investment. And you know what I would do? I would look at everything you spend out on and ask yourself, do I need to spend out on that? Does that really need to be bought this month? Or could I be investing that into Bitcoin on a monthly basis? I mean, Rocky talks about initially, you know, 100 worth of Bitcoin a year would still be worth, you know, 220,000, you know, in 11, eight years later. So that's very, very, very profound tweet. I thought it was very profound. Um, Bitcoin Tina shared this one. Mindshare. Even those that hate Bitcoin cannot turn away. Do you understand how powerful this is? So those people that are wearing T-shirts like this saying Bitcoin is stupid, those people that want to tell you Bitcoin is stupid. Bitcoin's a Ponzi scheme. Bitcoin won't work. Bitcoin's going to go to zero. Don't people lose money in Bitcoin? You're going to get it all. You've got to have that strong hand, people, because those people are stupid, but they're not going to know they're stupid. And listen, I've got loved ones around me that I love dearly that are stupid because they're not getting what I'm trying to teach them, you know, and when Bitcoin is mainstream, when it's everywhere, one, when one Bitcoin's a hundred grand, a quarter of a million, a million or whatever it might be, we don't have a crystal ball, but it's going to be up there. Um, many people are going to live with regret. That's what this tweet is really talking about. Don't live with regret. Start dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin right now. Michael Krieger, there's a certain type of person who wants to be a politician and that type of person generally sucks. In answer to this, you should never have faith in or trust any politician. You should tolerate and pressure them at best. If a politician does the right thing, it's by accident or because of enormous pressure. It's a fundamentally abusive relationship by which the people give their power away. Let me tell you my interpretation of that. I personally believe that bar a tiny exception to the rule, most politicians tell us what we want to hear to get them voted in and then they don't come through on any of it. 
And then they start talking about, well, when did you expect me to make those changes? You know, we've got to look at all the costings of all of this. And that's not what they said at the start. You know, so I personally have never trusted politicians for decades. I just think they're lying snakes. Sorry, I do. Now, I believe a lot of people get into politics with the view that they want to make it better, but they either become a snake or they fall out of politics because if you're not a snake, you won't survive in politics. It's a very, very, uh, you know, strong thing to say, but it's how I feel because most of them lie through their teeth to get what they want. That's my view on politicians. And finally, on the tweet, from Anders Hyper BTC, each time Bitcoin has dropped by 70% or more, the following all-time high has been 5 to 17 times higher than the previous. If that was to repeat, the next all-time high would be between 100 and 340,000. Now, I finished up the tweets with Anders because I saw Anders a couple of weeks ago on Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister show, and he was really, really bullish on Bitcoin. I like what he had to say. So I reached out to him. And this coming Thursday, Anders is my special guest on my live Bitcoin interview show. So do tune in for the live show with Anders because him and I chatted a little bit afterwards after I'd connected with him on Twitter. And he's really bullish Bitcoin. He really is. So I can't wait to get into the interview uh, with Anders. Um, as always, I want to encourage you all to check out JustLearnBitcoin.com. They are this show's sponsors. Uh, we've got Rocky from Just Learn Bitcoin is all oh, what? Rocky helps out with JustLearnBitcoin.com. He's in the chat uh, right now. So what is Bitcoin.com for those newbies? Well, Bitcoin.com is basically where you would go to learn about Bitcoin, about wallets for storage, long-term storage, end-of-life planning, coin splitting, airdrops, recovering coins sent to the wrong address, mining, pretty well anything to do with Bitcoin. I would personally head over to Just Learn Bitcoin and check it out. Um, across the top, you can see consulting, learning to trade, buying Bitcoin. There's a merch shop. It's all over there. Do check them out because they've got a great site going on with some fantastic help and assistance. Uh, they have also got a special um, promotion going on for all of September, I believe, where if you actually scroll down on their site, you will find this please help return 14.2 Bitcoin to Pastor Phil. And they are going to donate, I believe it's 40 or 50% of their takings straight over to Pastor Phil. Also, I want to uh, just clarify something that I said on Thursday's show, and that is Chris Gilliard from Mimble Wimblecoin or MWC, he's the lead developer at MWC, is going to donate the equivalent of Phil's 14.2 Bitcoin in Mimble Wimble. And I believe we're getting something like 40 MWC coin for each Bitcoin that we we own that we had on a uh, you know a trezor or something like that when the snapshot was taken a while back. Um, so they're going to donate over 14 Bitcoin equivalent in MWC at 40.8 or whatever it is, or just under, to 
uh, Pastor Phil's cause, which is, guys, can I just say from the bottom of my heart, that's an incredible donation, Chris. If you're watching this, it really is. Um, I'm supporting Phil's cause. Rocky, you can see some of the other supporters of Phil's cause here. I would encourage you all, if you haven't, to read Phil's family story. Um, it's You can read it in a few minutes. The guy is an absolute, I won't say God, that's the wrong thing to say, but he was a pastor for 16 years. He's got a wonderful family and he accumulated his Bitcoin to take care of his family after he passed and he had it all scammed out of him, which is absolutely uh, horrendous. Rocky Palumbo, who's in uh, on the chat with us now, has even published the transaction ID here for anyone that's a bit tech savvy that, you know, hey, you never know your luck. You, and, and all the, all the you know, the, the, what Bitcoin, all, all the Bitcoin fill purchase, etc. as you can see it here. And the transaction ID where Phil lost all of his Bitcoin and maybe somebody who's pretty smart, you know, could even trace that scammer down, you know, probably wouldn't get the Bitcoin back. But, you know, for a bit of satisfaction there. But my advice, guys, please, please, please um, head on over by clicking this link on every page to Tallycoin where you can donate a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of Litecoin. I think um, B-Rhodium as well, uh, MWC, uh, just I think MWC. I'm not sure if there's somewhere you can click to. To No, you can't do that because we haven't claimed our MWC yet. The point I'm trying to make, uh, people, is can I ask you all, and I know some people are getting fed up with this, but you know what? This is my show and I don't care. You know, the amount of people that head over to this site, have a quick look in, shoot off, go, go about their daily activity and don't don't even donate a fiver or $10, 10 quid or anything to this poor man's um, cause and what I want you to do before I move off this is how would you feel if the roles were reversed? How would you feel if you'd amassed over 14 Bitcoin to look after your family when you'd passed, only to have it stolen by a hacker? And then people were out there trying to get behind your cause and nobody was taking any notice and nobody was even caring about donating a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, hundred dollars or whatever you could afford. How would you feel? You know, so I implore everyone head over and make a small donation to that site. Um, as always, to end the show, I love finishing off with a quote. Um, this is from The Rock, Dwayne The Rock. Look at the size of those arms, uh, Johnson. Um, but this is one Hollywood star that appears to have his feet on the ground, appears to have his values correct. But I love this one. Blood, sweat and respect. The first two you give. The third one, you earn. I love that. You don't command respect, you earn respect. Um, I want respect because I'm just trying to do my best for the Bitcoin community. Um, as you go through your life, ensure that you are not commanding respect. You are, you know, earning it by what you are uh, doing for others. So people, that is our show for today. Do join me at 6pm UK time for the Bitcoin for Beginners live interview with Anders on Thursday. Um, promises to be a good one. They've all been good so far. I've loved doing every single one of them. Yeah, Rock is just um, affirmed 50% of profits will go to Phil in the month of September 2019. So do head over to Just Learn Bitcoin and maybe buy a t-shirt or something. Do something to help Phil's cause. That will go some way 
to helping him. So that is our show for today, guys. As always, please like this video, share it, subscribe to the channel. Have a strong Bitcoin hand. If you're watching this on Catch Up, give us an upvote and a re-steam. If you're watching it on Steam It, do follow me across all the other platforms. That is it. I will catch you all on Thursday. So for now, have yourselves a fantastic Bitcoin day, evening, whatever we're on, and I'll catch you all on Thursday. Bye, everyone. If I've forgot to say anything, I apologize. Blimey, I'm out. Ta-da.